0: Everybody, to another wonderful week in the world of the alpha sports. This is episode 29 of RSPN. Thank you so much to everybody that is tuning in for another week. I am Mark. Jeff is normally here to my left, but got a text from him earlier today. Um, did not give me too many big details, so I won't go into too much granular stuff of where Jeff's location is. Uh, the only thing that he told me is that he has a plane to catch. Um, very concerned of the timing of this text based off all of this YSL Rico charge stuff. I'm not going to put too much details into the air. I just hope Jeff is okay and hopefully somewhere very safe and secluded. But while he makes sure that he is all right, had to make sure that the fort is all right as well out here in the RSPN studios with a special guest that, um, it really, it really surprises me the amount of people that listen to the show, enjoy the show, love the show. And, I have not provided too much of the opportunity to make sure that their voice is also heard on here. And that's specifically me. I'll put that 100% on me. But it is a voice that I think a lot of RSPN listeners are already very familiar with. He's the co-host of The War Report and Spot Callers, both of these available not only on the A-Show Patreon, but also for all listeners on the A-Show, on RNC Radio, wherever you listen to your shows um you've heard him on numerous playstation 5 uploads that i've had he is somebody that has um tried to throw a molotov in my face and
1: told me to drink up he's it it, 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 it wasn't all that it was it was like playing chicken i was like no no it. it was it was 100 yeah. percent purposeful I, will, he is... I, was, I wasn't gonna throw it i was just gonna flash it a little bit and then be on my merry way that is know? a little lo-
0: we're just going to talk about Cyrus. We're just going to talk about his lies. We're just going to talk about his lies this week. He's somebody that I'm going to share a plane with this week. He's somebody that I'm going to uh, see within the next couple of days. As we have two of the three members of the Ramen Talk Boys available for us right now, we're going to be able to have all three available for or with us this Friday. Again. <laughs> again not thankfully. not like,
1: Uh what is it? Barely a month apart. We're going to be uh, all back together in the same space again um i didn't realize that our flight was the same so that's gonna be hilarious uh just chomping it up at the airport because normally i just go in that bitch and just be bored
0: <laughs> oh you'll it's uh you'll more than likely it's very early in the morning you will hear me snoring but mm-hmm. uh cyrus in with us this week and his first episode of rspn out of five seasons <laughs> that is crazy how did we how did we Bro. not have you as a voice here within the five seasons of rspn I, I think it's a clear answer. I barely watch NBA. I think we did a good job changing that this year, though. You are a very yeah, big favorite yeah, yeah. of the anonymous RSPN admin. He wanted to make sure that uh, your voice was heard this week because he saw the mention that ended up coming in after game four of the Heat and the Sixers mm-hmm. of saying what you did not like. So we're going to discuss some things of what you did not like uh, this <laughs> week, among some other yeah. stuff, because I think we've done a good job of changing your visibility and your, maybe maybe your opinion on sports the nba season probably both
1: a- absolutely um you know initially i didn't really listen to rspn much because i was just like you know i don't watch basketball so mm. i thought i was just going to be lost in, in you know in a lot of things that was said and i would say i picked it up like two seasons ago picked it up fairly easy man like is <laughs> Like, uh, knowing staying on top of the conversations, like, you guys made that possible for me. And you know, I'm, I'm a lot less ignorant to NBA now, made it highly visible. And I've been keeping up the best I could with this season. I probably watched like two full games, but mm-hmm. I've been keeping up with the Charlotte Hornets the best I could. TYN,
0: see, see, look at that. We made you a Hornet, made Cyrus a Hornets fan just based on See, th- the good thing about RSPN is I feel like <laughs> there's not many areas where Jeff and I beat niggas over the head with details talk takes conversation we just enjoy the leave what it is it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like lipo but not 100 percent lipo <laughs> on 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 everything else it's like slight slight lipo and then everything else that is enjoyable throughout the nba
1: season yeah so you guys made that possible for me i definitely look at the nba a lot different like uh you know whenever i see like the conversations on twitter and stuff like that it's bit like that versus what's on here like you know <laughs> Completely different mirror, but um, I love RSPM, man, and I'm really glad to be here. I watched a lot of games and tried to keep up with all the... As soon as you asked me, I took a crash course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, have to, you, you studied YouTube no, for a good couple hours? No,
1: but as soon as you asked me, hey, yo, what are you doing? I said, don't... don't are you thinking about having me on? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, come on, do the thing. I swear to God, I typed in YouTube so fast. I Every close i close a tab i was working on and i like opened like a whole bunch of uh espn shit
0: <laughs> but i don't think you i don't think you need that i think national media
1: has done a decent job
0: with the with the second round of the series i think we've done a decent job with the mm-hmm. second round of the series uh i am not very happy with these past couple of days as i'm sure a lot of listeners are probably aware of for those that follow me on twitter and for those that are awaiting to hear uh my thoughts and experiences on what has happened within game three and game four. I might've jinxed a couple things, but we have some details to talk about that coming, mm-hmm. coming up in the next couple of minutes. Um, although we have changed the experience for Cyrus, Cyrus has also changed many experiences for me in the wrestling world. I will say he is mm-hmm. the first person to ever show me the crazy world of Zona 23.
1: Oh my Mexican God. extreme wrestling. I has changed
0: my life within that.
1: I forgot we did that episode. Oh, my God. Uh, Zona 23. Uh, that's the episode that we did on Spot Callers that you can listen to uh, on the A-Show Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash the A-Show RNC. But, man, that was such a good time, man. <laughs> that was
0: just a scary... That 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 was just a scary watch. <laughs> amongst, amongst everything, if there's any other verbs or adjectives that I could use for that, that was just a scary watch. Let's yeah, just... Yeah. I think it, I it will, uh
1: it was sloppy. It's definitely like one of those videos that you see on like Instagram and it'd be like, oh, like dude failed and like cracked his <laughs> skull or some shit. And you know. But I thought it was entertaining nonetheless, just being just wild and shocked by <laughs> two ladies just slamming each other on top of a car.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they're doing TikToks to Zona Bentu Trace. I don't know I don't know if, <laughs> uh, if Zona Benji Trace has tapped into TikTok where they're doing clips. But I think that would literally scare the children that are on that are on TikTok. So maybe uh, it's best that way. worse. But one thing that all that Cyrus is also going to hit me to, I will say, of course, Cyrus, very big card carrying member of TYN. Mm-hmm. I think they had a very good weekend this weekend in Miami. For I don't know how to. What is the? Uh, I don't want to piss. See, here's the thing: when you're jumping <laughs> into brand new ventures, I don't want to piss off the veterans. So I don't want to call it what it isn't. But
1: f1 weekend is it safe to call it f1 weekend out in um they've been calling it uh speed week miami speed week speed week okay um but if you want to call it uh you know f1 week i mean it's the only racing you know speed related thing in the city so Mm -hmm. nobody would bat an eye uh saying that and yeah man um doing the f1 stuff i stopped by winwood uh red bull had like a watch party on like you know, this huge ass screen, and um it w- I didn't know that there were this many f1 fans in Miami. I'm not sure if it's they're just happy to be there and they were like serving mm-hmm. drinks, but people were just hyped over like anything that was happening on screen, <laughs> and it was really cool, it was really cool.
0: The only thing that I the only thing that I really has a connection to F1, I think one of my cousins are actually a very big F1 fan. He has a podcast on it, and I think he actually does travel to what is it, Milan or any of the bigger areas that they do to be able to. Hey, it's it's bit. Once I hear that, I was like, damn, traveling out the country is already big in
1: general. F1 is a rich sport. Mm -hmm. So if, if that's the lane that he's in and, you know, he's thriving in it. Hey, man, I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> hey, hey, F1 Podcast is not know makes. I don't know what the F1 Podcast bag is, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I like the area that we are in and niggas jumping into new sports. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like being able to jump on the timeline and see new fans being jumping in to anything that's going in in Miami. And of course, Miami fairly black city amongst all of yeah. the different fans that you are going to be able to 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 make new fans of throughout this type of experience. But this doesn't really happen too often with F1 coming into the United States, I'm assuming, right?
1: Yeah. Um it's a very international sport. And I'll say uh Justin, you know, uh the other ha- uh the other side of the Roman Top Boys. Yeah, and, and other, the other half of small Um he put me on. He was just like, hey, there is a show this is where the real connection comes in. He was like, "Hey, there was a show on Netflix, and it's called uh, what is it, Drive to Survive F one mm-hmm. or Formula One?" Okay. And um, he was just telling me about Lewis Hamilton, which is you know Michael Jordan of this shit. Apparently, um, mm-hmm. I mean he he has the most podiums uh podiums, so he got most of the rings, I guess. Um, he was just telling me about this, and Justin was just like, he made a, a really good point. If there's black people involved in something. We'll show up, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was de I was definitely out there, man. It's not cap. I seen the tweet. I saw. Well, I don't even know who who ended up
0: who ended up tweeting it out, but I saw the. I'll just paraphrase it. It was like, "Hey, America, no Americans are racing this weekend, as if it's like some type of thing to go away. Please just move over to the oh side and
1: allow us to hype up this sport. All right, M- motherfuckers are gatekeeping these very fast, like small rocket ships. Like, all it's right, not gonna bro. work." It's not yeah, gonna it, work. It's not tell gonna it right
0: work. There. Once niggas find it out, just like that Chris Rock joke. Don't let us take this shit
1: over too. All right. I'm saying. Well, you know, Luis Hamilton. Uh, you know, you could check his stats. Man's no slouch. Like this season, he might not be doing as hot, but you know, uh, he, he's definitely better than a lot of niggas in this shit right now. <laughs> um, oh, Miami the is. Uh,
0: now Cyrus is very uh, a, a little bit more centric on what is going on in the city of Miami. Of course, I'm an hour out. He is a little bit mm-hmm. more uh, tapped in to what is going on within the city. How did they enjoy the the bigger the bigger uh, portion oh, of the weekend was on Sunday, right?
1: Mm, uh, yeah, on Sunday, the Sunday was the actual race. Um, Thursday, Friday were just like you know qualifying or like uh, pole races, just trying to figure out where they start on the grid. Saturday mm-hmm. was qualifying, and then Sunday was like the actual race, and that was—I think—that was the real fun part of it.
0: Did they catch up to uh, mm-hmm. the, the the controversies that were coming with Lewis Hamilton? I saw the thing with the jewelry. I saw something that you had linked oh, me regarding uh, uh, an issue with a car that had happened. What was going on with that?
1: Okay. Um, the jewelry ban. Uh, so Lewis Hamilton. Uh, I think like last week he didn't play so well, and. I guess, like, it it was really. I guess he's a really sensitive dude because it was kind of like eating away at him. It was just like, this is the first time I ever seen him lose before or like place really low. So when he was like super sad and posting, I was just like, hey, man, it's all right, bro. Just come back in Miami, bro. Oh, he was he's um, overreacting. He was tweeting? Yeah, he he was tweeting. He was tweeting. Oh, um, man. We
0: got a lot to talk about with that this week, too. Damn. <laughs> look at the tie ins.
1: And then I guess, um, I I I guess like the whole jewelry uh thing, like him just having fits and being flashed out was just like, you know, just trying to boost his confidence and uh, you know, come out there and do better. And he did a lot better than he did uh last week. Um the thing that I linked you to, so um the racing manager or I guess like the race coach or something happened. Um there was a strategy and a game plan that came from uh Mercedes MG and it didn't necessarily work out in anybody's favor and i guess uh, i guess people feel as if like if that didn't happen you know louis hamilton probably could have placed higher or something but you know you you would never know that's a hypothetical you know so yeah. um
0: it's one of those kanyes i guess well i guess we'll never know
1: yeah it's definitely that but i thought when me and justin we were both like tweeting each other the whole thing i thought that it was a good plan i thought i thought it was a good idea i probably would have told him to do the same shit Mm-hmm. But um, he needed to pit stop, and they opted not to. And these cars, these are mini rocket ships, bro. Yeah. Like these things go really fucking fast. So maybe going to the pit stop while the safety car was out trying to clean up after a little uh, a small collision that happened could have brought him back. But I guess we'll never know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you think that this will be something that kind of like opens it up a little bit more Absolutely. to
1: Americans absolutely dude abc no commercials no commercials at, wait wait
0: wait no, no commercials at all
1: no commercials no wendy's biggie no, bag no ads no picture in picture nothing just straight f straight f1 for 2 hours straight <laughs> on a sunday afternoon too on a on a, sun, on a sunday afternoon even when, like, uh, the crash happened and, you know, the safety car was out, so everybody had to, like, slow down while they cleaned up debris. Yeah. We were watching them clean up the debris. There's no picture-in-picture, picture, nothing. I think that is really, like, that's something amazing to have. And I think the only thing that's kind of, like, stopping it from being, you know, a very huge thing in America is that the time. Um, the next race, I believe Justice sent me, is going to be on at, like, a. 5, uh 4 a.m eastern standard time oh
0: nah yeah nah it's a, nah.
1: it's an international sport so i'm not surprised that that's the case but
0: I, I could record that thing on xfinity or something i'll probably find a way to record it wants to find, to.
1: yeah if abc wants to find a way around it or something but i think i think they might try man f1 is really huge um that netflix drive to survive show man there's a lot more f1 fans than i thought they would be for real for real so um, is it a lot of seasons yeah, uh, I believe it just got announced for its fifth and sixth season already. Oh wow! When people say like Netflix is dying right now, I'm just like, hey man, I'm getting through this job to survive. Shit, this shit is crazy, <laughs> bro. Um, I don't know. I do, I do think that this was a good gateway for a lot of people to come in, and I think uh, this is why I will always root for Lewis Hamilton, no matter what. Is if he does well, I mean, there's going to be also all sorts of hype around it. <laughs>
0: Josh Peas had said we got to get Lewis Hamilton some Eliante. Oh, so we'll have please, to see please. how that works out. For uh the, yeah, I saw the jewelry, I was like, ah, uh, this one This
1: man had this man had three watches on, none of them fire.
0: <laughs> they we got it. We gotta, got express we bands that he had bro. on. Oh, hey, chill out. <laughs> I mean, I fought with some express bands, but I was like, damn, this is what pissing this is what's
1: pissing F one off. So yeah, I, I, um, let niggas flex, man. <laughs> it, he definitely uh pulled the uh, the Iverson. Now niggas got to dress professional and all that. <laughs> oh, he did one of that on T. Oh, okay, okay, that's fair. I think I'll, I think I'll tap in. The, there's no there's
0: there's no jerseys that I can cop in F one. The, right? There's not like
1: a. Unfortunately, I think I I had the same thought as you. A lot of F1 merch is trash.
0: Ain't it, crazy, ain't it crazy that that's that word immediately goes, hey, man. Yeah. Got drip. It's <laughs> like a cop to support this nigga, man. Hey, this, that's one of the first things that niggas do, man. I, I can't. Hey, man,
1: you got a t-shirt or something, man. I support exactly. you. Some, uh, exactly. Exactly. Um, F1 merch is trash, and I hate it. Because I want to support <laughs> I want to support the team so bad. And if you want like some crazy stuff, um, in the design district uh, out here, there's a there's a Mercedes AMG pop-up. Mm-hmm those That's jackets are no and they're like oh, well 300 plus and i'm just like i can't do it bro yeah that ain't for me i can't do but, it but and i think they drop varsity jackets which i might i might have to crack
0: oh you might have to find a way okay I'm find a find your piece <laughs> for the varsity jacket you might be able to find a the piece varsity, for the varsity jacket I,
1: if i saw the varsity jacket i think i saw that shit hard <laughs>
0: that might be more so for for the miami crowd miami crowd was very mm-hmm. very busy this weekend it was one of uh, i would like to think for those that are very tapped into everything miami sports probably one of the worst weekends uh oh, that have absolutely traffic wise uh miami sports oh not even traffic wise just everybody oh. losing uh the <laughs> miami heat obviously up 2-0 within the past week i was in much better spirits within last week's uh, episodes that you might have heard me on. Now it's just it's just completely different from what has happened in Philadelphia. I can't Damn, I can't man. go nonchalant Heat fan and and think that everything is one hundred percent okay. Even though I do, even though I'm I'm one hundred percent lipo in letting this <laughs> season play out and let I'm not doing too much complaining about anything. I'm not diving into who needs to sit, who needs minutes, who needs to be traded, X, Y, and Z. Those things are making a lot of Heat fans lose hair. I have been. Fairly calm and just sitting back, but this week has been stressed out in Philadelphia. I do not like being in the Wells Fargo Center and now. I'm starting to really realize it.
1: <laughs> I I am all for the Heat winning, honestly. Like, if in the truest way possible, no bullshit, no nothing. If you like it, I love it, bro.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I really like If you like it, I love it towards hey. the Heat championship.
1: If you if if you like it, I absolutely love it, bro. Because you're gonna come on here, get get stupid, go crazy, and that's entertaining, gonna... bro. Like, see, I don't want
0: to, I don't want, I don't want to jinx it. I've done more than enough jinxing this week. I kind of gave okay. my detail away. <laughs> I uh, I ended up ruining my key victory my key stance to making sure that there are victories in this postseason and giving away my stance and not wearing a heat jersey and sitting on my bed and giving away the details <laughs> oh. on the couch maybe i should have just kept that to the side
1: okay okay mark uh based on the last game like what'd you feel like didn't work uh, a lot of shit didn't work and that's <laughs> one of the worst things
0: about it there really are not many positives that you could get in this philadelphia well not even in this philadelphia series i think everything was fine in miami going up 2-0. people were comfortable even if you weren't shooting so bad you your defense was holding yourself down against this philadelphia that obviously was missing their mvp candidate but still had the opportunities to have big offensive performances especially offensive Mm -hmm. performances that we had seen out in philadelphia but the 2-0 got so embarrassing that philadelphia fans started saying hey this is pretty bad that Miami's beating up on a G League team. Why are you guys so happy? And I just completely <laughs> checked out on Philadelphia 76ers being a G League team because now we're just doing semantics. And it was just the absolute worst before they ended up going to Philadelphia for games mm-hmm. three and four. And Joel Embiid could not play because he had an orbital bone fracture Crazy. that had happened. Um, on account of a bad play with pascal siakam in the in the previous series a lot of philadelphia 76ers fans even in between games one and two of the heat series were still calling for pascal siakam's head for whichever reason (laughs) and um he also had the issue with his finger that also happened within the raptor series and it was pretty tough it didn't sound like you were going to be able to see joel Embiid for a while because we ended up seeing the um The analysts come out within that game and say, hey, uh, try to talk to Joel Embiid. He can't really pick up his phone because the light on his phone is a little bit too much for him right now. And um, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. So that sounded completely horrible. Sixer fans were already throwing in the towel. Things were bad. Things were horrible. Nobody wanted to tweet me. Nobody wanted to text
1: me. Yeah, that's terrible. (laughs)
0: And then uh, game three happened and they said, okay, we're going to give this a go. He's going to wear a black mask. We're not going to tell anybody our details of what is happening with this injury. We're going to take the fine for it. But it was, what, maybe $50,000 for the Philadelphia 76ers Mm -hmm. for not reporting that Joel Embiid is going to play. He ended up playing. And his presence changes games three and four in very big fashions. Obviously, Joel Embiid is not putting up the numbers that rivaled him with Nikola Jokic throughout the past mm. uh, couple of months. But just his presence was something that was praised very quickly, and it was very visible for those that were watching in games three and four, and it was tough. It was very, very tough because I started realizing something. Shout out to Zom, of course, one of my heat OGs. Um, mm-hmm. Ended up seeing a tweet of his that said something that I should have realized, and it pains me that I didn't. The Miami Heat, or I should say Joel Embiid specifically, is undefeated against the Miami Heat in the postseason. That's not a typo. Oh, shit. That's not made up. (laughs) There's been two series between 2018 and, of course, this year in 2022. I have wanted revenge for 2018. That is a series that Miami lost in five games. I went to game four, and I was fairly upset. Um, that is the game that I met Amp afterward and Amp had a 76ers mm-hmm. tee that he showed very visibly in my face as I was not very happy with that series. So I had the amp as well. Um, and it was bad, but that only game that Miami won, which was in Philadelphia was a road game. Joel Embiid mm-hmm. did not play the other ones. Joel Embiid was present. Ben Simmons was present. Our honorary Heat legend, JJ Reddick, was dropping no less than 20 points in between those series. I think he even got to a point where he was at like 27, 29 points in one of those games. Mm-hmm. And the Philadelphia 76ers won. But the only game that Miami did not, well, Miami won, Joel Embiid was not present. Now we end up oh, going up 2 okay. 0 within this series. Joel Embiid is obviously not present. He comes back and they win both games. Uh, this is haunting.
1: Yeah, that that, like that, that 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 is some curse. That that is some bad juju, bruh Hey, you think when he played it, he he just hear it? Just I I, I, I don't wanna... please please
0: God, please God. Yeah, because the DX shit, the DX shit is already very uh a uh, very uh, I don't want to say oh, again, but he's a very big DX fan. They played a lot. He does suck at change. Doesn't get fined a fucking course NBA. <laughs>
1: I, you think he didn't get fined because they had Triple H out there and it was like a whole routine? Triple H said, I'll
0: just let him do it. Come on. Come on, Adam.
1: Yeah, it, 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 was, all, uh, it was all promotion, he
0: bro. He didn't thrust it three times like Jimmy. Think about it.
1: <laughs> he could uh the gas pedal.
0: <laughs> I got to work on my Triple H. But Joel Embiid undefeated against the Miami Heat in the postseason. This is why tonight is so important for Miami. This is why Thursday is so important for Miami. I'm not mm-hmm. going to put all chips on the line and say game five is the most important game of all time in Miami heat season, post-season <laughs> series history, because you have to beat the Philadelphia 76ers right now, but this is a very important game. If you go down three two, Philadelphia game six, is not only a must win, uh, but it is a very important win to be able to make sure that you can even entertain any idea Of championship contention uh within this series i will say things are a little bit better because not only has hashtag no sweeps worked out well for jeff and i throughout the second round of the series we ended up seeing a couple of minutes ago where cyrus and i are literally recording in between the warriors and the grizzlies right now for game four but we ended up watching the celtics and the bucks for game four that is now a two two tied series so the defending NBA champions also have a best of three against the Boston Celtics I would have been pretty pissed if that was a 3-1 series for Milwaukee after I saw Giannis eating air pussy and kissing the camera no fine I highly doubt Adam Adam. no fine Adam is not gonna find for eating air pussy in the air um, like one of those uh, what is it, them Kappas? I don't know what it is. See, <laughs> I should, uh, I should I I I I I disrespected the Kappas Yeah, you should have done that. Um, I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to get jumped at any of these stepping yeah. joints. But um, so if Celtics, who who you want coming out of Celtics box? See, I'm actually okay hey, with man. either or of those. I'm actually
0: okay with either or of those. If it's the reigning defending know, man. NBA champions. <laughs> If it's the reigning defending NBA champions, I want their skull... Actually, you know, what? I'm not gonna get into
1: do. I'm not gonna. Oh, it's 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 revenge on both these dudes, uh, either but, or. But it's,
0: not, but it's not revenge on Boston. I think Boston is gonna be a fun. I think Boston is gonna be a nice, challenging series. Obviously, media is gonna probably lean towards the side of the Boston Celtics, because they've been a very favorite team in the in the year of 2022. But the Heat and Celtics is just gonna be a, a solid series. I don't think there's any bad blood in between that because they lost in the 2020 postseason. One of the biggest blocks that I've ever seen between Bam Adebayo and Jason Tatum happened in the bubble. Uh, Mm -hmm. They've lost in previous years. They've lost in years before that. The Celtics pain has been, I'd say the Celtics pain has been probably fixed for the past like 11 years or so. So I don't even think there's anything as bad of a blood as the quotes that you end up seeing from Milwaukee and more specifically from Giannis Antetokounmpo on what, the 2020 postseason entailed the things that they have done last year of course becoming nba champions and we're gonna have a lot of Giannis talk talking between uh the remainder of the episode as well because he ends up fitting a piece that we have to uh add in between the superlatives that we have to talk about and those announcements as well but i don't really have mm-hmm. a specific person that i want to see 100 when it comes okay. to the bucks and the Celtics. whoever dies i'm, I'm good with okay you, whoever and, dies, and, and, dies.
1: And anybody can get it bro
0: Yeah, but that cannot (laughs) happen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That cannot happen until things are fixed from what had happened within Philadelphia with teams, games three and four, because like I said a few minutes ago, there are very, very small positives that you could take from games three and four from a Miami perspective. Jimmy Butler, Mm -hmm. one of the few positives that you could have in between that has been an absolute maniac. Everybody who has critiques of what kind of closer he is and what type of performer he is in big game situations, I think are down bad this week. Jimmy Butler, even though he had a loss in games four, has a 40-point performance, probably the performance that even keeps Miami in any form of contention in this game against the Philadelphia 76ers. He might feel a little bit more comfortable tonight, and I'm hoping that most of the team also shares that same sentiment now that they are back in Miami because things just felt a whole lot more comfortable for their offense as well as their defense as well in Miami compared to how it is in Philadelphia. But the scramble that's going on from a heat from a heat fans perspective, I should say, and it's been something that is happening throughout the past couple of months you couldn't even say past couple of years depending on how you feel don't want to get too down on because there's there's various different styles of heat fans nonchalant heat fan cocky <laughs> Heat fan trade him heat fan um, I, feel, I feel like that's for, heat every, fan.
1: that's for every franchise is it, is it? I, yeah is it? Every, it, it might
0: every, it might just be very detailed because i because i follow so many people okay. that are within heat twitter
1: every right? every time i like dive a little bit into nba twitter whatever i look at uh you know Young nigga associate cam there's always there's always a trading rhetoric or like narrative
0: and shout out to cam because cam Cam is very detailed in the los (laughs) Angeles lakers so there's for sure cocky lakers fan trade him lakers fan (laughs) uh minutes lakers fan Coach uh, Lakers fan. Playoffs isn't the same. <laughs> playoffs Lake. Playoffs Laker fan. There's meme Laker fan, and and it, it might be the same way on the Heat, but I don't know if there's like cocky Hornets fan. Like, is there a cocky Jazz fan? Cocky Jazz fan. Uh, no. Very down there right now.
1: For 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 the Hornets, is you like Lamelo Ball or you like <laughs> rtmmb <laughs> That's how it goes. That's the latter. <laughs> But right now, in between the various amounts of
0: of Heat fans that you can think of, there's just so many discussions and fingers being pointed toward what can be blamed for a lot of what is going on in between the bad performances throughout, I would say, just about the entire team throughout games three and four. There's been discussions surrounding our sixth man of the year in Tyler Hero. One of the earlier ones ended up coming out on TNT last week where Charles Barkley gave congratulations to Tyler Hero, but also said, well, he's averaging 20 plus off the bench and it's completely amazing. And he's the first ever heat player to get six man of the year, but he's doing it against bench guys, which was 100 percent untrue, even though he is off the bench tyler hero is getting more than enough minutes to be able to argue that this is starter performance not only that tyler hero is definitely starting starting or uh, not even necessarily starting closing the end of games against starters of the opposing teams so that ends up being a very minute and pretty much just incorrect point when it comes to tyler hero but for those Mm -hmm. that i have also been critical of Tyler Hero, you want to see those sixth man of the year performances on the road. He seemed very collected in games one and two when he was playing the Philadelphia 76ers. Game one, you know, if you go directly to the box score and look at it, you'll probably look at his shooting and be like, well, it's not amazing. But he ended up dropping 25 Mm -hmm. points. He ended up providing what I would think a lot of Heat fans have expected from Tyler Hero throughout the year to be able to make sure that that 2-0 performance is actually very good. But Didn't look that way in Philadelphia. Was actually fairly bad in Philadelphia. All of your perimeter shooting that you would expect to be hitting big shots have not been hitting big shots and it has been tough. Max Struce, Gabe Vincent, any of those names that you had expect at that point in time to be able to make sure that you can hit those big threes to at least, I won't necessarily say stay in contention because again, these Sixers and these Heat games, especially out in Philadelphia had been very close to this ends up looking very bad in closing time, but mm-hmm. that perimeter shooting has been very bad. And game four, it was embarrassing so much. So that we've been discussing who needs to replace a lot of these names that are not providing <laughs> too much defensively offensively did, 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 as well.
1: The trade them talk talks. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, well, it's too late. It's too late for hashtag trade them. Cause nobody can be traded right now. And you know, there's a, that, Because of that, when you get these poor performances from the sixth man of the year, then there comes I told you so Twitter, and you should have told it. You should have traded him for James Harden. trying to tell you. Nobody wanted Uh, to listen uh, to me. (laughs) Nobody wanted to listen to me. Twitter is probably one of the worst Twitters uh, of all time. I told you so, Twitter. You know, I I won't 100% say that I told you so doesn't feel – because sometimes I told you so feels kind of sexy. But I try and stay away – from I told you uh, so. That uh, uh. is trying to be removed from my vocabulary.
1: <laughs> when you when you was up two, <laughs> you was acting totally different, but it's okay, I bro. We cool. don't get that time cool. in the sun. I was cool acting up two-oh, well, but I'm not... I'm
0: not, I told you so, you shouldn't have, uh, there's Kyle Lowry, I told you so's going on right now, there's Victor Oladipo, I told you so's right now, and my NBA champion Kyle Lowry is hurt, you can't really put too much details on the injuries that, uh, and I, I think there are too many people that are actually putting the details on those injuries that are happening. For the Miami Heat this has been a very tough postseason for a lot of different teams we're seeing the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies right now literally tombstone each other and and <laughs> and limp on their in their way to halftime performances like these this postseason specifically is tough Mikhail Lowry is hurt there are people that are watching Victor Oladipo's performance and these are performances that we praised we love seeing what he provided to the Atlanta series defensively those first two games against Philadelphia you cheered for it you cheered for it excuse me you praised it and the game's 3 and 4 it doesn't look good that's it's troubles it's it's trouble it's troublesome because you want that 3-1 going back into Miami but doing i told you so off these two games is a little bit wild but this has been an area where you start saying okay these pieces aren't working what are you going to use? And a lot of these Heat fans, I think this ends up being, and I, I I won't I won't specifically say Heat fans because this is a question for those that are even not Heat fans as well. Because this is a contract that I think is very visible around everywhere within the NBA, and a name that, if you have been paying attention to the Miami Heat's postseasons throughout these past couple of years, I think you start wondering, start asking questions because it's one of the bigger questions for Miami within this past week. The absence. Of Duncan Robinson, the Duncan Robinson that is not injured, but is very questionable. I would like to assume from Miami's perspective, from the team's perspective, defensively, so much so that you don't trust putting him on the floor to be able to trust him against a defensive Perform or a good defensive performance against guys like fucking Tyrese Maxey that is flying all the way down the fucking court in two seconds, doing crazy shots against a Danny Green who might have the option to shoot very important threes. Not even mad threes. It's not two (laughs) thousand thirteen Finals, but those three threes feel pain. They feel painful. They feel painful against a James Harden. That I feel like a lot of media has been praying, praying for the performance that James Harden had in game four because these past couple of months have not been nice for James Harden fans. But after game four, you get turning back the clock, he's going back to his (laughs) Houston days. Fans are rejoicing. Media says that's the ticket. That's the James Harden. You get Joel Embiid. This is why we signed James Harden and out in Philadelphia. These are the performances that we wanted when it was G League team a couple days ago <laughs> in Games 1 and Games 2. That's how quickly the pendulum swings when... You have a 2-2 series like this. And when it comes to Duncan Robinson, when you have those type of names that have clearly been scoring very well for Philadelphia out in their home floor, has not looked good at all out in Miami, you start realizing, okay, if nobody's looking good within games three and four against these guys, why are we, and we being Miami in perspective, why is Miami holding Duncan away so hard in areas where Miami is struggling very badly in three-point shots? And throughout everybody else that you might be able to trust a little bit more defensively, it's not like they are making huge, huge defensive possessions to be able to completely lock down a lot of these numbers that were locked down a whole lot more in Miami. So now fans start asking questions. Where the hell is Duncan Robinson? Can we get some Duncan Robinson? Please, even if they are fans that wanted Duncan Robinson traded two or three weeks ago, now you have all-point bulletins out. For somebody that you are paying $90 million and is very critical towards your three-point shooting. Or he could be. There is a possibility that he could not be. We've seen struggling Duncan Robinson games throughout the past uh couple of months within this season as well, but you never know unless you start playing Duncan Robinson. That has not happened throughout the series. He has played one minute in total his entire series. People want Duncan Robinson. There's also the big game that's out there for Yurt McGurr. People want some Yurt minutes. Uh, whatever they choose to do with that, I am completely don't really have too much opinion on that. York can possibly change some things against Joel Embiid. Uh, you might want to take the you might want to take the chance at it compared to you know putting Marquise Morris out on the floor and having the few minutes that you actually gave to him. You might be able to give that to your maybe maybe see some changes. The 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 risk I think is something that I think a lot of Heat fans want to see trying new things against philadelphia and maybe here's the thing about eric spolstra man eric spolstra can be very stern and not want to experiment too much especially in a 2-2 split game five series at home you don't want to start throwing things out of random out of nowhere and have things fuck up and then you're down 3-2 and you're faced with a fairly difficult game six out in philadelphia because then that's going to be a game six in philadelphia that will be labeled as one of the bigger games in heat history especially for this team that is getting a lot of props in championship contention you want to make sure that game five tonight goes very well for them because you can't have these performances happen in miami these have been two four specifically solid home games for both teams but i would hate 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 seeing a tyrese maxey being able to do the things that he did in Philadelphia. And granted, (laughs) he did them in Miami too, but it was in a fucking loss. Imagine if it did it in a win. I would be absolutely pissed. And also, as we talk about your minutes, you know, you want to get the most minutes from your star out of Bam Adebayo against Joel Embiid, a very injured Joel Embiid. And that ended up being the thing that made people seeing that report of Joel Embiid being out for the series go, well, congratulations Miami he's going to the Eastern Conference Finals I said like, no, no, no 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 no, not yet not yet let's not go too crazy yet and in Bam's case when you have a Joel Embiid coming back his performance gets magnified and I want so much for Bam Adebayo for and from I will say Bam Adebayo the for and the from in that sentence just provides two different perspectives in How you view and what you would like from Bam Atabayo. Because the from, you want to be able to see Bam Atabayo not only be very dominant in his performance, but dominance against somebody who is clearly less healthier than you right now. And you want those big 30, 10 performances that really dominate that paint and make sure that, you know, Joel Embiid is not that person wagging his good finger out in the middle saying no, being very paint dominant, so on and so forth, and riling up this team to be able to to get the performances that they had in games three and four. But four, four is a little bit different. You want this for Bam because there's so much that still needs to be done for the Miami Heat team. And I think the performances, the magnifying glass that is on Bam Adebayo right now is going to be very hot. Tonight is going to be very hot for Bam. Thursday is going to be very hot for Bam. This is going to be a best of three that I think his performance is going to be something that is going to be talked about, even though the bigger question for Miami, he ends up being where is Duncan Robinson. I think Bam's performance against a very injured Embiid is something that is going to be very important to be able to close out this series and get to an Eastern Conference Finals for Miami. But in Philadelphia's case, Joel's performance shows true value from changing the entire fucking scope of this series. And it's insane. However, <clears throat> the way our superlatives are set up, Joel Embiid won't be able to be celebrated in that way. We got news last night. or about wasn't well, even last night. was well, sometime in the morning, like afternoon, I believe I to say. Nikola Jokic, our back-to-back MVP. Mm-hmm. It was something that I think Jeff and I gave up on about a month ago. We said, we know where this is going. We feel like the cake's been baked. They've done more than enough. Started seeing the first ra- well, uh, 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 the first place votes coming from the voters at the point in time. Saying Nikola Jokic has a very big advantage over Joel Embiid off regular season performance. I said, all right. You know what? Fine. Jeff and I have done enough throughout the past couple of months to try and say our opinions on why we felt the opposite. And I'm sure that there are plenty other media that also felt the opposite as well. Stephen A. Smith being mm-hmm. one of the people that said he voted for Joel Embiid, but he is completely fine with Nikola Jokic winning
1: the MVP. Wait, he, he, he was convincing himself on that. When when I saw uh uh when I saw the uh, that little exchange that he was having with J.J. Redick, it was definitely trying to just like, a, oh, well, oh, OK, I guess.
0: Hashtag I get it. Mm hmm. Hashtag. You put the Drewski hands up. Yeah. Like, when the Drewski hands go up, I already know what time it is. You like, don't even got to explain you, vocally,
1: it. I ain't like that, honestly. And it was just like,
0: <laughs> you don't want to upset nobody, y'all. This joke, this Jokic, and uh, this this. Uh, I don't want to get anybody oh. to see. It's, it's a very tough week for for saying gang or mafia because I don't want anybody getting oh, any Rico wow. charges. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody getting any
1: Rico charges, but they run deep. You don't want to piss them off um you know i this is like my first time really following the nba a lot and um i didn't know that you know a lot of the accolades like um mvp uh most improved player six man all that is just like regular season like all based mm-hmm. on regular season performance yes no that's all not, of that
0: i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that yeah there was some there was some Conversation from JJ Redick. He's been calling the the Sixer games throughout the past week. And he said, well, you know, this is, you know, these types of things with Joel Embiid holding the 76ers team down like this. These are why the conversations get entertained on us extending Mm -hmm. these types of announcements and these types of trophies to include playoffs and he had noted you know there's not many other leagues in professional sports around the world that do not include playoffs in this yeah in this type of situation i think nfl in general they uh at least this year i don't want to talk too deep into nfl because i might have this incorrect but (laughs) they ended up announcing the mvp the nfl mvp the day before the super bowl obviously the biggest day in the NFL season but those superlatives Mm -hmm. end up getting announced especially uh a a superlative like MVP the day before the biggest time so if you were to save that for let's say the NBA finals and come and include everything that comes from the regular season going into let's say the conference finals I think traditionally a lot of MVPs change throughout uh the season that's fine but it would definitely change within this as well because I think what you see from Joel Embiid would end up affecting that compared to what Nikola Jokic has done, and that's not to say that he was not providing good stuff in the Golden State series, but they lost. It's not to say that they, he was not doing anything good in the regular season, but the Denver Nuggets were so, a fucking six seed.
1: Yeah, that and and that, and that's the part that puzzled me because you know I don't know many things that will congratulate somebody before, you know, the race is like kind of over. Like mm-hmm. only like only regular season, like why not? Like why not like the full the full race, like the whole thing, you know? And I know that you know, with that a MVP is most likely always somebody that's going to be in the finals or, you know, who won the championship. But it's just like, yeah, nigga, they won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Why why shouldn't they get MVP? They won was... the whole damn thing. So I'm I'm confused here.
0: That was more so I think the perspective of those that wanted a phoenix sun to be able to have the mvp because although Mm -hmm. coach monty williams ends up receiving coach of the year following last year where a lot of fans felt like monty williams should have won it last year now we have the opposite of that spectrum that ends up coming from the Jokic fans that pushed this narrative not only this year but last year and the Mm -hmm. year before that, and the year before that. So now that Nikola Jokic is the back-to-back MVP, the things that I end up seeing in NBA Reddit is, oh, man, here we go. Now next year, no matter what Nikola Jokic does, nobody's going to care because they're going to want to spread it to another name to make sure that the MVP trophy sees some different views and some different eyes. Now that Jokic is back-to-back MVP and you can't win three in a row, are y'all, do (laughs) y'all... Is this, is this what it is just Cause, all cause year? Theory? <laughs> is this what it is just all year? Just complete complaining. Just complete. Jokic should be MVP. Embiid is not. Here's why. This is why. He's averaging 30, 10, 8. per is up. Stats are up. Plus, is going crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Give Jokic the MVP now, or you don't know basketball. He gets the goddamn MVP. Now it's all next year. They're not going to give it to him. Do you
1: hear yourself? Yeah, like, (laughs) you you, you are jumping the gun. Like, this is enough. Especially to me, it's just like, you know, I just think it's weird that you're getting this, getting knocked out of the first round. And, you know, I... I was speaking about this to like somebody else, and you know, uh, you were just like, "Oh, like that happens like a whole bunch of times," and I'm just like, "Yeah, that shit ain't right to me." Yeah, <laughs> it's it not. could, it could, it could
0: strengthen, and I, I don't know how far the league goes with this because again, the NBA, the the NBA superlatives are traditionally regular season awards, and even JJ Redick had said, well I guess that's why you have things like finals, MVP, yada yada yada. But outside of that, mm-hmm. playoff wise, you don't really get to have it. You get you don't really get to have anything. I think if you added playoff performances, obviously things might swing or maybe they won't. Yeah. Maybe you will maybe you'll like what Jokic have provided in the first round against the golden state warriors compared to what dwell Embiid oh. has done um, in in the series against the raptors or what he has done against the miami heat but this is a big this, these are big moments for Joel Embiid right now as he's wearing yeah. a blast black mask his hand tape <laughs> and everything that he can do to change the perspective of the series for not only sixers fans but the philadelphia 76ers as well to have the chance to fight because mm-hmm. in my eyes last week The amount of props that Philadelphia was getting, I was like, MB, just kick back, bro. Nobody is going to be upset if you kick back and try and get healthy. Sixers are getting all the props in the world. You will have all the props next year, and you're going to get right back into championship discussion. Mm -hmm. But these things are hard to do, yo. If you have the opportunity to get into a conference finals and maybe even get to an NBA finals, if you can get a little bit
1: healthier, you don't want to start all the way back from ground zero. And I get that. Mm hmm. I don't, I don't know, man. It, it, it don't, uh, you know, having two MVPs in my eyes doesn't really make much sense to me. But if it, if it, if y'all like it, I love it, bro.
0: I'm, I'm at, at this point, <laughs> I, at that within the past month, I had given up on trying to entertain the conversation of anybody body other than Nikola Jokic, getting mvp but fans oh. beat it down beat it down beat it down you got what you wanted enjoy it don't start talking about 2023 season Jokic is getting fucked enough
1: <laughs> leave it alone Bla- this, is, this, is, this is why this thing is so difficult bro getting screwed over as soon as he wins an award
0: you like- <laughs> won the damn
1: trophy already leave it alone um yeah man the, this whole thing uh is beyond me and then um I was listening to JJ Reddick, you know, talk about it with Stephen A. Smith, and he was just like, you know, he got twenty-seven, thirteen, and like eight or some shit. And I was just like Great numbers. We might see that later on in the playoffs. Is it really that impressive now? If somebody like if somebody else does like better than that, like that shit that should well, not fly to me, yo. Well,
0: the thing that's gonna get latched to is no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr., he's doing yeah, this with no the help, uh, yada yada yada. And which then which is the what Stephen pieces-
1: A. Smith was saying, and I was just like, Yeah, so what?
0: And then Embiid's part is gonna be, well, let's talk about the help that Embiid is getting, but blah, blah. and then it's just never gonna end. I wouldn't be surprised with Jokic and Embiid part three next season as well. But I, I I really I really just I really just don't understand what most Jokic fans want. I, I don't even think I don't even think they're Nuggets <laughs> fans. Because at this point you're getting uh, you're getting the MVPs that you want, but Denver Nuggets not winning an NBA championship. Not even if Jamal Murray comes back. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I, uh uh Seeing this whole thing, it, it was beyond me. And then I was seeing another conversation uh, that Cam had. It, it was about something else. I forgot what it was, but I was just like, yeah, I, I guess like, well, it was also brought up um, last where it's the sports entertainment mm-hmm. um, because the story that is coming out of the Yokish thing is definitely way more sexy than whatever uh, was probably going to come out if MB, uh, MB would have won it.
0: Well, I will say it's great that For the past four years, you have had international stars, international players who have had plenty of American influence win the biggest, or depending on how you feel, might not be the biggest superlative for you as an NBA fan, but one of the bigger NBA superlatives of the season. You had Jokic win it for the past two years, you had Giannis win it two years before that, and... If things went in the favor of Joel Embiid, that would have also been uh, another <laughs> one as well. So that would have been a Ghanaian, a Cameroonian, and a Serbian with all from the past four years of uh-huh. contention. And, and shout out to Cam as well. Cam had even said, hey, don't be surprised next year if Luka Doncic ends up performing so well enough that you end up having another where, one.
1: Where, where Doncic from?
0: He's from Slovenia. So same place with Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic okay. ends up being one of his bigger influences um in basketball one of his heroes i guess you would say but he is slovenian so Um, that would be another international star that ends up being in nba mvp contention now that story is great there's no big xena there's no there's no xeno over Uh, on this side everything
1: is cool Um, based on, like, your tone and how you're talking about this, like, that Kendrick Perkins tweet is nuts, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I just, I just, I kind of just wondered what he meant. I kind of
1: just wondered what he meant. That boy said, y'all Americans not pissed that the foreigners keep winning MVP? I just wanted America American okay, to step Hogan? up and take it. I was like,
0: whoa, I don't know if this is Hogan versus the IRC.
1: real, love uh, bear. It like, out of nowhere.
0: Bro. I don't know if they're chaining USA. <laughs> when that might be a little bit worrisome if that ends up happening That was, so, we might that have was to,
1: such a weird tweet.
0: <laughs> we might have to ask some questions. But the way these fans are acting these days, y'all, I'm just, I, I would just not be stunned if there was a USA chant. It would be completely ugly. And I'm sure the conversation on ESPN or TNT would not be favorable towards these crazy fucking fans and mm-hmm. after these past couple of days they really shouldn't jeff and i within these four years of rspn uh how's the best way that we can say this we've kind of hoped for another malice in the palace
1: <laughs>
0: and um that might be controversial to some we i'm sure we usually if get
1: that, those if, at co- uh, college basketball games really if, if this
0: if this was uh if this was cut without context i might be in some trouble but the reason that i say that is because we have the mavericks and the suns that's also going down tonight another 2-2 series that is going to be um continued tonight but there's so many good things that you can say about the dallas mavericks performance and what we saw from luca and finney smith and the gang to tie it up suns also a 2-0 lead but I feel like they've been shot a little bit more credit, a little bit more bail uh, just based on everything that they went through throughout the past couple of months. And of course, probably people expecting that Chris Paul And Devin Booker will be able to close this out within this best of three. But who knows? The way that these playoffs have been so tough, the pendulum can swing if Luka ends up getting a great game tonight out in game five and changes things so that when Phoenix comes over to Dallas, if you're down 3-2, your back is against the wall, just like how this thing can happen for Miami. I think Mm -hmm. for the two people that have led their conferences between Miami and Phoenix – Uh, Game five like tonight is so imperative and so necessary because if you are doing game six on the road, even as a first seed, you do not know what you can get out of a game six. Luca, things could be completely different and you get Luca throwing a wrench in the conference finals and going up against, at this case, let me turn around and look. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's up.
0: actually very fucking close look yeah. at Memphis with I, a two point game I,
1: I love at the same time we thought to check the score <laughs> yeah cause I can't I'm not I'm not
0: writing Golden State down 100% in this because if Memphis closes this out and then again this is a Memphis that has done great throughout the season without John ja Morant Mm-hmm. if memphis ends up getting a 2-2 now you have a best another best of three now all of our second round ends up being a best of three that would be 100 percent amazing this postseason in yeah. this nba playoffs
1: is tough but I, lo- I love how close these games are honestly yeah like, um then like the no sweep thing is actually like really cool <laughs>
0: Another big L for NBA memes for posting that LeBron bullshit. Uh, our, our mind, our mind, whoever runs that account every week. But the conversation between the Suns and Mavericks ends up getting ruined by some fucking moron putting his hands on Chris Paul's family. This is why yeah, I just need another.
1: Uh,
0: I just need another Malice well, in the
1: Palace. I, I didn't see this. I just went on TikTok and then I saw it and I was just like, how is like nobody talking about this? Like, um, that's crazy. Putting his hands on his mother's on Mother's Day.
0: Bro, you touch my mom as I am on the qui- in my in my in my kid she's with her grandkids, my kids, and my kids are saying i'm a we're a little bit fearful fearsome right now okay, um, you would get the
1: apparently the kid uh well, it was like a kid like a fourteen year old or some shit that like it was like a nine, it was like a nineteen year old and he pulled him yeah, like like, like a oh, get the fuck out of here no, nah, he was just like, no, I'm a jig come on man, chill out it's i'm throwing like, i
0: had a couple of beers bro shut the hell up bro i don't want to hear none yeah.
1: of that um uh, nah bro that's not cool and i get the people being like well like nobody really knows the age of this kid he just you know he just looks really young so everybody's just calling him a kid including me and they're just like oh why is chris paul like threatening them yes i saw that i was just like come on bro like on mother's day and now, and now, instead of worrying now, about now, closing out
0: this series to play the g- possible Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies, I have to worry about getting extra security so that my kids and my mom can attend these games. I have to start, now it's in the back of my head, thinking about what fans are doing. <laughs> and now, when I throw double yeah. middle fingers at this stupid fucking kid and say, I'll see you after this game, then I get fined 50000 I get fined
1: 50000 Yeah. I don't, I, I really don't get it. Wh- 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 Adam Silver, bro, what? like does that make sense bro like i think i think you
0: got to bring it even more direct from adam silver you got to go to mark Cuban and be like yo what are you gonna do about this
1: yeah um you're gonna ban this you're
0: gonna ban this fan from the you gotta ban the family you're gonna (laughs) be these fans are feeling way too comfortable that's why i was completely fine even as we talked about kyrie irving and made a couple hee ha ha jokes throughout the entire series i was fine with the double middle fingers the middle fingers in the back of the head the kiss my ass, the mm-hmm. the shush, everything uh, against, <laughs> and especially against Boston Celtic fans, because these things can get riled up in that arena, especially with the Kyrie Irving. But now against the Suns and the Mavericks, we got no beef. Nigga, you touching my
1: muck brothers. No I've, reason you should have not been knocked the fuck out. Yeah, or like security should have, you know, put hands on them, get that motherfucker out of here. I feel like, uh, what is it? They were getting escorted out way too calmly. My comfortably
0: comfortably
1: <laughs> in my opinion the mom i don't know if that's the mom she was like come on let's just let's nah, just make I, our like, way to the top bro get the fuck out of here we we do we do need another uh malice at, at the palace for real because i i believe you know first time really keeping up with the season but i've been seeing way too much disrespectful shit from fans and i think the only the only fan that uh did that didn't deserve what they got is when Miles just threw his mouth guard and then knocked the hell out that lady. <laughs> she didn't deserve that. <laughs> no, Miles, no,
0: Miles. Miles. Miles apologized. Yeah.
1: Miles apologized immediately though. Said, "Yo, the, can y'all?" The, on, me with the this only girl? fan. The only fan that got that got <laughs> some shit happened to him was the person that didn't deserve it. He probably threw her a clean ten k, hey, a nice little RTV yeah. chain.
0: Just hold it. Just hold it down. Just hold it down. You know what I'm saying? But the rest of these, it doesn't even run through my head to try and do Mm -hmm. the things a lot of these fans try and do popcorn, middle fingers when you're sitting courtside, touching somebody, touching somebody's mom is just red. That uh, That is literal Ken Shamrock. You should go Ken Shamrock.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, that that family can't get away with that scot-free. That's not going to sit right with me, for real, for real.
0: We'll see what the repercussions for this fan ends up getting with these next couple of days. A lot of people are calling for repercussions for a lot of the officiating that's been critiqued in these series, especially within Bucs-Celtics following uh, their game, and as well as, like we had mentioned earlier, the tombstones that have been happening between the series, between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. Game five of that will happen tomorrow, but um, it's been a lot. uh, DeLon Brooks already said he regrets... The play that ended up setting Gary Payton out for the next two, three weeks or so. Um, Warriors fans did not give a shit. He's been getting booed all night. Um, the John Moran injury that had happened that actually kept him out of the game that we are recording in between right now between game four. He ended up going to Twitter and um, saying what he felt within Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole had said, hey, I didn't tug at his knee. That was a damn basketball play. Don't bring this out to me. I know y'all getting y'all ass whooped, but damn. I know it's a bad loss and you want to make the conference finals, but goddamn, I I'm not pulling your damn cartilage out of your knee to make sure that you're not playing. Taylor Jenkins was not happy, Steve Kerr has not been happy, uh Jaws clearly not happy with that. Jordan Poole's not happy, Gary Payne's not happy, Draymond's not happy with these Memphis Grizzlies fans as well after getting uh ejected last week for his play. It's just been a very tough series for Golden State. But officiating, I think, has had a fairly big magnifying glass. Let's take one more look. Let's take a look behind us. It is very oh, close. Oh, Golden State's up with 25 seconds? Oh, it, shit. Well, it, it, we'll it. see how this ends up closing out.
1: Spookily close.
0: Because <laughs> a 3-1 out in Memphis is not very fun. I'm uh, Memphis would love to have a 2-2 and the possibility of John Morant coming tomorrow or, or, or anything, depending mm-hmm. on what uh, details Memphis provides for Game 5. But 3-1 ends up being... Fairly scary. But with all that, conference finals get a chance to start next week with only the Warriors and the Grizzlies locked into a game seven, if necessary, on the sixteenth. Obviously, if Golden State wins right now, that's a little bit more bleak. But these next few days are going to be very important for a lot of these games. Because outside of what comes from this Grizzlies and Warriors uh final, you have all of our second round locked in to a two-two series going back for the home team. So Phoenix. Very important game for you tonight. Miami, very important game for you tonight. And for those that are also tapped into the Bucs and the Celtics, very important to be able to see who wins game five. And we'll see if the reigning, defending NBA champions can close out one of the hottest teams of the year in the Boston Celtics, or they end up falling into the second round. I'd love to see what the conversation, oh, well, it sounds very, very menacing when I say I'd love to see what the conversation is, is the, if the Milwaukee Bucks uh, end up losing to the boston celtics and boston celtics makes their way to the conference finals but it's going to be interesting depending on well not even really depending no matter what happens in between these series of course you'll be able to make sure that you can hear all of it on rspn next week jeff will hopefully be back with his flight i better not see you in fulton county jeff um <laughs> yeah. at rspn on rnc on twitter to yeah, make man, sure I, that uh I, I, I can't
1: i can't hold i can't hold down this nva shit bruh <laughs>
0: You gonna need to come back, bro. Is, <laughs> Cyrus is literally sweating watching this game right now and honestly <laughs> recording. But uh, of course, Cyrus sounds way more comfortable and a little bit less jittery on the War Report with, of course, his co-host Quan each and every week discussing uh, yeah. the best
1: of it. talking about stuff I know
0: about. <laughs> exactly, the best of NXT and AEW discussed by Cyrus and Quan. Warport each and every week on the a show network as well and of course spot callers on the a show patreon at patreon.com forward slash the a show rnc cyrus it's always lovely we talk each and every day but being able to do yeah. this on the microphone has been great uh um, we, we need to do
1: this more uh yeah you know may, what I'm saying? May, may, maybe something like uh something that we don't know we need to bring ramen talk back let Ramen robin talk boys need to get back together and just talk about the something. actual the
0: actual robin talk see yeah best. the actual
1: robin talks need to come back man
0: that's gonna be that's gonna be something that we have to uh that's gonna be something that we have to figure out. We'll be able to do that within the next couple of days. I'm gonna be seeing you uh bright and early on Wednesday as we prepare for our flight to Los Angeles. It's going to be very fun. So are going to get
1: fresh, boy. I mean,
0: you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna be on <laughs> no details now, but you know what I mean. I don't want to bring out too many details. I want to play the music that, you know what I'm saying, give give away too many details. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you'll see all that on Instagram and all the fun that we're having within the past uh, next week amongst everything that's happening within the realms of the NBA. Until then, we will see you next week with hopefully some very good conference finals preview talk uh, and more between Jeff and I. So see you next week.